Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I feel like that isn't the way you normally introduce the podcast. That was better. An improvement. <laughs> Who's on the podcast this week, Bob? One of your hosts, me, Bob. At least you gave your name. Yes. I'm Alex. And we have our special guest returning again. Erica, say hi to the people. Yeah, hi. Erica's near death, but this podcast is important, damn it. Really so she made an exception. <laughs> I was going to go lie down, but then I got guilted into doing the podcast. Guilted? Who guilted? <laughs> Me or Bob? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit by you. Wow. That's fine, though. I've been like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. This is fine. This is You're fine. You're actually doing the sick voice right <clears throat> now. And one mm. minute ago, you weren't doing the sick voice. You're putting on a show for the podcast. Isn't that what, isn't life, what is life, Alex, but a big show? I believe we just clarified that life is about learning from your mistakes. <laughs> it could be two things. No, it's just the one. <laughs> it's just the one, Erica. Damn it. Bob, do you have anything you would like to talk about, or shall I begin? I was gonna say we have like a massive. You list you guys have like a giant list, and <laughs> that's why that's this why it's just my list. And then Alex came over, and it was like, oh, there's other stuff to talk about. Well, one thing I want to talk about uh, first is enemy of the <laughs> podcast, Ajit Pai. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, God, you see that video he made? Fuck no. you, dude. Like, go fuck yourself. Of course he made Go, you could still go do all this stuff. And he, no, fuck hey, you. you know what website it's fuck on? Fuck you. Isn't it on the Daily Stormer? It probably is. I heard there was a, uh, one of the people in the video is a pizza gator. So it's just a- What's a pizza gator? Not a gator. A pizza gate. Do you remember that shit? No. That was the thing where, like, they, Alex Jones convinced people that there was a, uh, Sex ring operated by Hillary Clinton in the basement of this pizza restaurant that didn't actually have a basement. That and, makes that makes sense to me. I mean, obviously. But then somebody like went there with an assault rifle. Did he end up shooting a few people? I don't think he shot anyone. Okay, but he showed up at this pizza place like ready to like liberate these children from this non-existent sex dungeon basement. This uh, place didn't even have a basement. Wait, it's ch- wait, it's children. It's not adults. Right. Damn, I was going to ask for the address to go investigate what's happening at this horrible place, but now I can't make that joke. No, you can't. And so, that's Ajit Pai's fault. So, net neutrality, gone for now, you know, as expected. Yeah, I don't think any of us thought that it, it wasn't going to be. No, I, and I said to someone at work that it's this is really one of the first things they've actually been able to get through and pass you know we were expecting not that the past year has been good by any stretch no it's been a a a razor's edge of like a teetering over the a razor's edge of like horrific like terribleness honestly though it's kind of surprising it's taken this long well it just shows you that the gop is incapable of governance yeah they're just obstinate but in this situation they didn't have to govern they just had to have three people agree to do a terrible thing and that's fucking easy well what's really fucked up about it is what about 80 percent of the public comment was anti no it's like 98 percent was anti was like if you if you're only counting the real ones and not all the fraudulent comments there weren't any fraudulent comments alex no none at all none at all no fraud and it comes back to this is one of those things where um the major criticism of the Obama administration, and this wasn't his fault, 
But a lot of what he did was is easily undone. Well, the unfortunate thing is, I think he wanted to try, even when he had the majority Congress, he wanted things to be bipartisan. But... But he was black. Right. You had to come to a point where you were going to realize, and maybe he realized it too late, that you're black. And they think that you're this crazy leftist like maniac when he was really more of a moderate. Oh yeah, he's not right. No, he was a he was a union organizer, but he was a community organizer. Fuck that guy. Well, if you're going to be a good president, you should be a moderate to some degree, right? Well, and you should strive for bipartisanship. But where we're at now, well, it's it's so bad now. And look, we all know there's nothing to be done other than the fact that you have to wait for the lawsuits and you have to hope that. A court decides in the favor of getting rid of some of these things or putting some restrictions back in place. Well, and you really hope it's not one of these judges that uh, we, we, we saw get questioned <laughs> this week. Well, and that's that's the that's the lottery aspect of it is right. this case is just going to be randomly assigned to a district court. Yep. So you could get someone who's very liberal. You get someone who's very conservative. You get someone who's a conservative dummy like that guy from this week. Well, I think you have to, you name, have to but... file the lawsuit in the Ninth Circuit because even if you get even if your first trial is you get a, a conservative asshole, at least you get you know a fairly liberal appeal. But well, we'll even su- if you get up all the way to the I, Supreme I, Court, I mean, even though you got Gorsuch on there now, I mean, Kennedy's shown that he'll. You, Kennedy's a little bit of that as much of a wild card as I think you might think, but. He's shown to be pretty, like, level-headed, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that was the the whole purpose of the way they set it up. And then, of course, they put Gorsuch on, who has very is very apparent. Well, Bob, because it's okay to hold open a Supreme Court seat for an entire year because the people have to choose. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. We didn't vote for the last president. I don't know if you... I don't know if... Oh, right, you, right. You right. weren't there for that. No. He was just assigned another four years. We didn't choose him. That's right. So, that's fine. But before we get too far down that path, because we have a lot to talk about. We don't, I don't oh, no, we talk also need to talk politics. about what a big fucking shithead Mitch McConnell is for, uh, you just said it earlier. Oh, Roy Moore. Oh, he doesn't look like he's going to win. He's not like, oh, wait, what? What are the numbers? Oh, he's coming up. Yeah, yeah, Roy Moore's cool. We'll just let the people of Alabama decide. It's cool. That's fine. These fucking people are just the biggest monsters. Just, just all of them. Well, and that's my perspective on the whole situation when it comes to congress you know the senate or the house or when it comes to the fcc or when it comes to the isps and i'll use the isps because it's an easy example all these big isps your comcast your time warners cox all these companies are making so much money no one could ever possibly be unhappy with the money they're making but it's that weird thing where you must always, it's that human condition. Gotta make more. You must always have more. Mm-hmm. And and then it gets to the point where we're not only making more through reasonable avenues, we're going to make more in ways that harm people. Yep. And we're going to do it on purpose knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, look at Apple. We wanted, they wanted higher margins on the iPhones, right? So all production goes to China, which are essentially near slave labor. And they say, you know, oh, we're we're okay with it. You know, we're going to work on it. We're going to try to improve working oh, it's conditions. All lip service, right? It's they all bullshit. Care. 
I mean, you when you have a factory that you have to install nets on the outside of because so many of your workers are killing themselves, I think you have a problem. When you have to, install I think that's nets. fair to say. I would say when you're when you're making the point to install the nets, you got you got a little bit of an. If issue, you even yes. have the thought to yourself of like, well, maybe, we maybe we should install some nets. I think we need a net. <laughs> yeah, then then things have gotten to such a point where it's 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 completely foobar. I'm glad you brought up Apple because this is a good segue into another topic that I did want to bring up. Uh, I was looking at something random earlier today about Apple's market share in the mobile market. and Much smaller than you thought? Much smaller. It's something, or Android has something like 85% of the mobile market. Well, sure, because how many people can afford a... Eight six hundred to thousand dollar phone, especially in markets that aren't the United States. It's insane. And so, it, where do you go if you want a cheap phone? You get a cheap hundred dollar Android phone. Right. It's a piece of shit, but it works. Mm-hmm. Well, and not everybody's worried about. They're like, I just need a phone. I don't care about yeah. the internet. I don't care about this or that. I mean, you I might, don't. But... I don't need a DSLR <clears throat> level camera. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, who the fuck does? But you know, I just need to make a phone call. That's what I need. Give me my fucking shitty flip phone. Well, what I think is is funny about that is, you know, Apple, by all accounts, doesn't really seem to be too worried about this because their margins are still astronomical. Uh, But it, we don't, I haven't seen any rumored sales numbers yet, but by the, by the way, everything is looking, not too many people have gone out and bought that $1,000 iPhone. It's $1,000. Well done. Well done. Right? That was good. That was that was sweet. That was a moment of synergy right there, folks. You know, what a shocker that a $1,000 phone isn't selling particularly well unless you're an influencer who I've, probably got it for free anyway. I've seen two in the wild. That's it. I don't know Look, it's a beautiful any. phone. Oh, it is pretty. It's not a thousand dollars. Beautiful. No, go no. on a trip. Go take a vacation. It doesn't work when it's below freezing. Erica, are you serious? Yeah, a lot of people have been reporting that that when they take their phone out and it's below freezing, the screen stops working. Erica, for a thousand dollars, how many sex slaves from a Hillary Clinton dungeon do you think I could get? I think it's more of an hourly situation. Oh, so like, could you give me a ballpark here? I don't know. I'd say... Her campaign raised a lot of money. I'm going to guess you're getting like 15 minutes for that. $1,000 for hey, 15 minutes? that's a pretty exclusive hmm. sex dungeon. I mean, it, that's, that's fair. That's like three times. All right. I'm and in. It's, in a, it's in a non-existent <laughs> basement, Alex. I mean, it's a magical place to begin with. Just like, So it's even better? Exactly. Like I'll run into like Bulma there. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a nice like segue that you did right there. <laughs> Guess what Alex wants to talk about? <laughs> uh, so I've been watching Dragon Ball Super. I'm I'm very excited to have someone to finally talk about. I'm Dragon Ball Super fifty with. episodes in. Jesus Christ! There's so many episodes. They're short. There's though. only a hundred and twenty, and they're like eighteen minutes. So are you through oh, the really? first two arcs mm-hmm. then? Yes, I'm I'm through the first two movies and I am in the saga where Black 
shows up. Ah, uh, yes. Goku Black. I enjoyed that the ending is kind of like, what? But thoroughly enjoyable. Are Lots you? Of fun so you're battles. you're further than me. Okay. I've finished that. Yes. So I'm into a little bit of the next uh, arc, but I stopped watching because I wanted it to kind of get a little further because I like to sit and binge. I have many thoughts. I think the comedy is better in Super than the comedy was in Z. Like, uh, is it Jocko, the galactic police officer? Yes. He's got some great stuff. I remember when they were fighting Frieza and Goku and Vegeta finally mosey on over to, to come into the battle. I love how it's just like, yeah, they, they don't even like pretend that they're not doing it anymore. <laughs> it's like we're just like creating situations so you fuckers have to wait for these guys. And at least Vegeta was included this time, though. It wasn't just we were waiting for Goku. <laughs> so Goku and Vegeta shows up and Jocko's standing next to Bulma and he goes, it was something along the lines of, your husband sure has a scary face. I can't imagine the pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was in the movie. You so, saw the movie, didn't you? We dragged you to the theater for that. Resurrection F. Yes. Yeah. So delightful. And then I'm just going to jump around with what I'm thinking of from different episodes. But I texted you about Vegito is such a monster towards Bulma. It was like the second episode of Super, I think. Don't they like go to like a little like they go to like a park or yeah something like it's that? Just it's like trunks right for fucking comedy. Trunks Bulma and Vegeta. Vegeta is going out of his way to be as big of an asshole as possible. And that's why we and love Bul- him. Bulma's just dealing with it. But it was really only that one episode. Like other than that. Vegeta's been really nice, actually, towards Bulma. But that one episode, he was so mean to her. And I was like, this is uncomfortable. He's being (laughs) so mean to Bulma. Well, I mean, he has to be nicer because they do have to fuck to have the second kid. Um, Whoa. Is is Future Trunks in this? Yes. I'm at the part where Future Trunks has just shown up pretty much. Bob, this show, it's fan service that's well the, could they bring future bulma back and then there could be uh, a bulma bulma i can't the future bulma for reasons i can't go into cannot come back oh um so yeah and that's it. another thing that's i want to bring up away some fan service that's, here that's another thing i wanted to bring up future trunks this guy has some shit luck yeah he really does doesn't he <laughs> like he has to defend the earth by himself and shit just keeps happening to this poor guy. What did he do, Alex? What did he do? Yeah, you think you have it bad. What did future <laughs> Trunks do to deserve his shit? His poor girlfriend, Mai, gets murdered. Alex, if you had asked me a couple nights ago, would I have rather had to defend the fucking universe against, against Goku Black? Against these horrific evils? I think I would have rathered that. Because at least I would have had powers. You would have got murdered. So it would have been over. I think I would have rather. <laughs> so I'm enjoying the comedy though. Like I'm, I'm enjoying Pilaf and Mai and uh, who's the dog? Is What's it the Shu? Bo- I don't know what the dog's name is. Shu or Shin, something like that. I'm enjoying the three of them. Uh, you know, yeah, it's Jaco is a lot of good stuff. When Jaco and Bulma go to talk to that all-knowing guy. Jaco gets one question and he asks, "What's Bulma's bus size?" <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets to ask a question to a guy who knows anything about everything. He can ask him any question in the, the world. The little dude, like yes, the god of the, the universe or whatever. No, no, not that guy. It's the guy who's in the chair, and they save his little minions from that uh, galactic. Um, the guy who was a Dine and Dash robber. 
Remember? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's the guy in the floating chair who you have to kiss him and then he'll answer a question. Okay. There you go. And he, I got you. And so Jacko kisses him and he's like, well, since you're a, since you're a guy, you get one question. And then Bulma kisses him and he says something to Bulma like, since you're a saggy old lady, you get three questions. But it's hysterical because the way they draw her, she looks she's a fucking 16-year-old. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's like insane. Like, how old is she in this series? Like 50 or something? She's not that old. Like, bonkers. It's hysterical. She's probably less than 40, but they're making fun of her constantly. At one point, Goku accidentally teleports into her room. That is amazing. When she's coming out of the shower <laughs> and she flips and <laughs> Vegeta runs in the room because Bulma's screaming and Goku goes, Bulma. I don't want to look at your saggy boobs. <laughs> it was a mistake. And Vegeta just screams. He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's delightful. And that's the thing. In this show, I don't know what the word is, but Goku is dumber than ever. That's He's probably why I so like him. stupid <laughs> in this show. It's beyond belief. They're leaning into it, which I appreciate. And, and Goku, he's a borderline monster himself because... <laughs> Things are happening around him and evil people are showing up and they're doing terrible things. All he wants to do is cause more terrible things to happen he wants to fight. so he can fight them. Right. I mean, he was always kind of like that, though. At one point, he's antagonizing the ruler of all the universes because he wants a tournament of all the toughest people. <laughs> No, you know what I feel? I Beerus, f- at this point, Beerus, the god of destruction, was terrified. So that gives you the idea, the level of person who Goku was fucking with. Beerus and, uh, what's his... Oh, Mir- Miro? Mira? What's Beerus? What's... No, 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 his, uh, his attendant. Like, yeah, yeah, isn't it, what's his name, what's his name? I thought it was, like, Wiss or something. Wiss, like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiss is They're great. They are delightful. They're great. It's outstanding. Like, really good, uh, uh, additional characters to the, to the overall canon. But, um, no, I feel like they probably watched, um, Dragon Ball Bridged. And we're like, oh, yeah, these characterizations, let's just use those. <laughs> my, one of my knocks on the show are, is... I think the quality of the art is all over the place. You're not wrong. Some scenes, and it seems like it's getting more consistent as the episodes go on. It does. But it was really egregious at the beginning. In some of those first couple episodes, it's like so off model that it's like, what what is going on, guys? Like, they like take a shot of Goku from behind and he looks like he hasn't eaten in years and he's really like thin and... Looks all frail. It's like they it, traced it, and they like did it wrong. Or it's something. so weird because you know in Dragon Ball Z, look, I understand you can't use the same artist for every episode because right. otherwise you would never get anything done. Right. But in Dragon Ball Z, you know they would use different artists for different episode episodes. But the quality was all high end for the most part, and for the most part, for the most part, for the most, part. they had like their like fifth teamer, but they didn't use them that much. I mean, if you had that stuff much. that was kind of far away, or if it was just something like quick, where it was like, oh fuck, we forgot to animate that, there'd be some like the stuff that mattered always not, looks good, right? Exactly, and the, and that wasn't the case in Super. For no, a no, long no. Time. That first Beerus Goku fight, it's really like oh, it's terrible. What what did you guys do? And that's my other knock on the show is I you know I had seen the movies, although I didn't have a great memory of them so obviously i knew like beerus isn't going to destroy the earth and kill everyone and 
Frieza doesn't win in the end, you know, because I've seen any sort of TV show before. Oh, but they have that sweet metal song about Frieza. <laughs> Frieza, Frieza, Frieza. Oh, makes me happy. Anyway. <laughs> so, I just, there, there was something about those two arcs, though, where they just weren't landing for me, and the transformations were like, whatever, like... Super well, Saiyan God point, was it's, very whatever. It's fucking ridiculous. You're to a point where it's like, okay, like really, really, and they're still doing it. We just got—I mean, I didn't watch the episodes where it happened, but there was just another one in this latest arc where there's another transformation. Well, sure there is. And at this point, it's just kind of like, well, there right. must always be another level to achieve exactly. in Dragon Ball. And the really funny thing about that, though, was it was Goku did it first because fucking of course. But then the Internet was like, well, no, 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 no. Vegeta knows it, but he's just not showing it. What, and then like the very next episode, they like have a little scene. The way where he's like Motherfucker. When, when they finally decide to wrap up Dragon Ball. So never. Never. But if they ever do, the very last thing that needs to happen is Krillin finally discovers the superhuman form. And it is just light years above Vegeta. No, see, you're thinking with that abridged brain. <laughs> yes. You know what, though? But to... that was the whole point of, like, the end of the Boo saga was, like, Vegeta finally was like, okay, yeah, motherfuck, you are better than me. Well, the thing is, though, they do love to shit on Vegeta. However, I will say they have given him some stuff. Like, you know, Goku, to attain Super Saiyan God, had to get all that help. From mm-hmm. the other Saiyans. Vegeta achieved Super Saiyan God just through training. That's because he's a badass. <laughs> and so he caught up to Goku, who was... Goku. Oh, am I wrong? Goku, I don't think anyone did disagree with Goku, me. through a gift, got way ahead of him. And Vegeta caught up just through hard training. You know, See, because Goku is the privileged... Yeah. Like, you, you know what, g- though? He gets the hand, like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm the best. But then Vegeta has to really work for his shit. You know what, though? Yes, dear. Here's what I think. I think he's so cool. <laughs> but that's really stupid. <laughs> Do you watch Abridged? No. Okay. Oh my God, Alex. Um, we're talking about Super right now, Bob. Don't drive us off topic. I no. will say, though, you should watch the Abridged version of the first Broly movie. It's oh my God, fucking hysterical. Alex. So, you know, for the one thing I will say about Super, and this is what part of it that wasn't landing for me, was I always felt like Dragon Ball Z was about the journey to great moments. And you would have to trudge through a lot of shit, but then there would be some awesome moments that would make it all worth it. And it took 39 episodes, but Dragon Ball Super finally had that moment where he's fighting Hit, and Hit's whooping his ass with this time travel technique. The time stop or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. And Goku is like, well, I'm fucked, but I have one ability that may work, but it's incomplete. And he starts powering up and they cut to Vegeta and Vegeta's like, it can't be. <laughs> and then and then Goku powers up and he's like, now I'll show you the Kaioken. And I was like, finally something cool <laughs> and he goes kaioken times 10 and he's so fast that he breaks right through the time stop it's like finally something awesome in this series again. i will say though that that was part of the joy of watching dragon ball z for the first time i remember i had the tapes 
of the Frieza saga. Somebody, I uh, bought them from somebody in high school, I think. And Joey and I would, like, just camp out over the summer. And we'd watch, like, the entire fucking Frieza saga. And that's not a short... No. No. There were, like, 10, 15 tapes, and each had, like, three or four episodes on them. But it was just, like... I, I rem- oh, God, it was so fucking that reminds good. Me, I remember when uh, it was on Cartoon Network, and... I don't know exactly what happened. I've never looked into it, but they the run they would do is they'd start at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. and then they'd go to the episode where Frieza kills Krillin, and then they would just start over. Yes, from, from like what what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It because was infuriating. You guys are monsters. They they would go as far as they had dubbed, and yep. then they would start over, and you would just have to hope and pray. <laughs> Next time, by the time they got there again, they had finished that they had dubbed more of the episodes. Yes, and it was infuriating. And you would have to tune in every fucking day because you would never know when are right. they going to catch up. If again. they would break, right? Exactly. I do remember being really excited when I saw it was on Cartoon Network because it used to be on like. Fox on randomly on like Saturday afternoons if baseball wasn't on Mm -hmm. and that's how I used to watch it and then I found out I had some friends that enjoyed it too so we buy the tapes and we'd watch those but then once Cartoon Network was like oh we're bringing I was like oh fuck yes that's awesome it's a good show yeah so I'm really enjoying it now a lot more and it's gotten better and I just love I love how Bulma and Chi Chi how everyone's terrified of them Jocko especially is absolutely terrified. Of well, the Bulma. great thing about that is because like she knows who she's married to. So yeah. if you piss her off, that's what you, you got to deal with. You have to deal with the biggest <laughs> asshole in the world. It's outstanding. And well, and men should be terrified of women. And, that's the way the world should sure, work. Sure. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I also and I loved like the whole time Goku. Remember when Goku first fought Beerus? And he couldn't even touch him. Mm-hmm. Beerus was so much better than him. And when Beerus smacked Bulma, Vegeta got so angry, powered up to the level where he actually was able to hit Beerus. Because he loves her. <laughs> and it's sweet. He's like... It's everything wrong with like the internet right there. <laughs> There's some holes you can do down, Alex. Oh, Vegeta and Bulma in his, no way have a healthy relationship. No, but that's why it's glorious. <laughs> but it's amazing on the show. <sighs> I'm, I've forgotten all the lines, but there are so many great interactions between Bulma and random characters where she just shits on them. <laughs> were you watching the dubbed episodes or the subbed episodes? It was dubbed up to 43 okay. and now it's subbed. I think the dubs end at like 43. That's all that's been dubbed so far. Well, I think they're airing them on Cartoon Network on like Saturday nights or some shit, but I like the sub better than that. And is it, is it only once a week? I think so, yeah. That's miserable. I know, right? <laughs> so I'll just watch It'll the It'll take subs. you a fucking year to get anywhere. And the other thing that happened watching this show was I wasn't like particularly excited for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, And now I'm watching this and it's like, I'm not particularly good at fighting games. I never practiced them enough to get really good at them. Now I want Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Well, Fighters. The, Fighter Z. The way we look at it is we'll get it and we'll probably have a really good weekend with it. Or we'll play the fuck out of it 
and then it'll probably unless it ends up being because we're not really about fighting games either we don't play that a lot i think we bought the last fucking um super smash brothers and i think we played Played it for a weekend weekend and then we never touched it again but um no it looks awesome and you know not being a, a fighting game fan i do think we'll get get some good use out of it So I think that's my thoughts on Dragon Ball Super, unless you have anything else you'd like to bring No, up. it's one of those things where it's like, I do enjoy it, but then there's parts of it where I'm like, yeah, it was a little like, mm. I think but now the point enough, I'm at, I think it's getting better. There's enough moments, like the further that you go, where it is, it's enjoyable. It's more Dragon Ball. So it's like, I'm not oh. going to be too nitpicky, but I, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Another great moment was when they were doing the tournament between the two destro- the brother destroyers, mm-hmm. Beerus and who's the other one? Uh, is it Chop? Chompa? Maybe something like that. Tommaso Chop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I loved when Vegeta was fighting the Saiyan from the other universe. And the Saiyan, he realizes oh, he's Kaba. fucked. He has like no him. hope. He, is, he knows he has no hope right away. And he asks Vegeta to cheat him out of become a Super Saiyan. And Vegeta's well, like, like I'm gonna go back to your Vegeta's like, and kill your whole fucking family. Fuck you. I'm not helping to train you in the middle of a fight. But then he turns it on him. And yeah, he starts saying the most evil things he can to him to make him he does. mad. He basically goes, I'm going to go back to your universe. And I'm going to kill your whole fucking family if you can't I'm going me. to destroy your planet. <laughs> he tells him all these terrible things. And the kid turns Super Saiyan. And then he stops and he goes... Now remember that anger. Just like, you're welcome. But then doesn't he, like, punch him in the stomach then and beat him? Well, sure. Of course, he's, of course, right. He shows him Super right. Saiyan Blue, and then he's like, okay, Obviously. now you must lose. Which was a nice little, like, arc for him, too. Oh, the other great Vegeta moment, I just watched it today, was... <laughs> welcome remember... to our new podcast, Great Vegeta Moments. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I just love the character development of Vegeta, because it's the he's the only person that evolves in this he's show. He's the only... He's, it, even in Z, he was the most. He had the most interesting arc. Everybody and else was just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm here, whatever." I don't remember exactly Jesus, the character of the show. Bob, Jesus. I don't. I'm a big Goku fan. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember what the exact line was, but it was when Future Trunks comes back in time, and then Goku Black gets yanked through time forward back as well. And then they have that fight, and at the end of it, Goku Black destroys the time ship. And, you know, Future Trunks is just despondent because he thinks he has no way to go back. I mean, of course, he knows he's going, you know, he knows he's going back to the future. But um, because we've seen it, because we've because we've seen a TV show before. Right. We are aware of how a television but shows. I love when he's just like despondent in front of the time machine. I would also would... like to, to say that Bob was racking his brain for a back to the future quote, but couldn't find one. So he nope. leaned back away from the microphone. No, no, no. It, it was not. I was not going for back to the future. I, I My mind went off on a tangent and I started thinking, you know what we need here? Hmm. We need. A Dragon Ball Z WWE crossover game. I would play the shit out of that. Alex, please continue with your thought. Or is it gone? No, I still have it. Okay, go ahead, honey. (laughs) Anyway, I just loved when Trunks is despondent in front of the time machine and Vegeta just walks up behind him and he just tells him something like, don't worry, we'll find a way. 
because it's his days. It's sweet. And Vegeta in Z would have never said anything like that. But in Super, it's like, no, man. Because he's We're evolved get as this a character. Fucker. This is the Vegeta post uh, Little Trunks hug. <laughs> character evolution. Yay. Still the greatest moment in the history of the show when he sacrifices himself. Oh, yeah. Great episode. It was raining inside my home that night. You were chopping onions? (laughs) (laughs) Chopping some onions? (laughs) So what else would we like to talk about? You have some. Let's talk about here. Let's talk about something that no one could possibly care about. Tell us about these trailers for the movies. Wow. Dickhead. It's all right. Uh, No. Did you see the Jurassic World? Uh, What's the fucking like? Fallen Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I didn't see the first Jurassic World, so go. No, you're a smart man, Alex. I didn't realize I was such a big fan of Jurassic Park until I saw Jurassic World. How many times did I look at you during that movie and just go, what the fuck is going on? Like every five seconds, because it was awful. Like it legitimately made me mad. Now, I I will say the first time we watched that movie... Probably the only time you ever watched it. I watched it once, and I will never go back and watch um, it again. I was I was able to turn off my brain enough to sit and say, "Hey, dinosaurs on the TV, yay!" But which I still don't understand because the dinosaurs all looked like shit. Yeah, they, the they, CG they in this look movie looks worse than the CG in '94 or '93, right? Yeah. If you go 93. back and watch that first Jurassic Park. Those effects still look great. Oh no, it still looks good. Oh, it's yeah because they're practical effects. It's a nice blending. Right, exactly. The stuff that is right in front of you is practical effects. Right, exactly. But even the bronchiosaurus, when they do the... Brontosaurus, excuse me. When they do like the scene where you first see the dinosaur, it looks outstanding. And it's all in the light and it's like... But then you go back and you watch fucking Jurassic World and it's like, this all looks like dog shit. There's so many problems with Jurassic World. And it's as soon as you... Like, if, if you can... If you can manage to do what I did and turn your brain off, sure, maybe you might be able to have an enjoyable time on one watch. But the second you watch it a second time... When did you watch it a second time? It was on a plane. Oh, okay. Um, And I'm getting... That's when they get you, man. Yeah. You're trapped. (laughs) But Trapped and bored. But, you know, I said, you know, everyone shit on this. I kind of enjoyed it the first time. Let me watch it again. And... It it's just so bad. It's bad. Start it's to just finish, straight up bad. And it it just even like technical everything like the story's stupid, the technical parts are bad. You know the CG's bad. The uh, sound editing's awful. Well, and it's just a rehash of the. I mean, you want to talk about like soft reboots and shit. This just took like every single beat from the first movie, and put in like these douchey unmemorable characters mm-hmm. like say what you want about the force awakens it was like these are actually interesting characters that i like that are charismatic am i interested in and you know can remember the fucking names of um no nah, that movie sucked yeah everybody has their own opinions alex but this trailer for jurassic world 2 is just well uh, it was just like i had like five aneurysms watching it like first things first why would you, like, the whole premise is, like, the whole premise is that fucking Jeff Goldblum is back. That's the whole fucking premise. That's, we're making. But it looks like, like, it'd be one thing if you were going for, like, a, a, a 
uh, an Independence Day resurgence where... The movie was terrible, too. Oh, it was bad, but I had a good time watching it because it was so Fair. over the top and Goldblum was able to be Goldblum. From what they showed in this Jurassic World trailer, he's going to show up in a hearing. Right, and that'll be it. And you're going to get no Goldblum. Right. No, like... Nothing but like go go to Guardians, and Goldblum. Goldblum is gold blooming. Oh, yes. to the tenth degree! It's amazing. It's also Thor, not Guardians. It was it was Thor. You're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're you're forgetting. Which Thor was it, Bob? The Lost World, the Dark World, or Ragnarok? Ragnarok. God damn, you got it. But that's what they're they're saying is that the they built the park. The island is a volcano. It's an active volcano. All right. Well, why would they build something? I mean, it's all dumb, nitpicky bullshit. The movie look—it just looks terrible. Well, it's basically, and they're what all, it comes down, and they're to. all bioengineered animals. So if they all get killed, can't can't you just can't we just do it again? Remake them. Like B.D. Wong escaped with the shit at the end of the last movie. So. Is Battle Angel Alita not de- absolutely guaranteed to bomb? There's no way that movie does well. <laughs> it's I will, bombing for sure. I will go see it, and that will be it. Literally. It'll be you're Erica alone. in the theater. You'll yeah, it will be. You'll go there the night it comes out, you're alone. Probably. I mean, I really like the manga. Uh, I never saw the... I want to say they made a couple movies based on it. I never saw those. But I enjoyed it. I, I, I The trailer didn't do much for me. Um, her eyes were a little wonky, but that is kind of how she looks in the book. So fine. But, um, if they really let Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez all over the fucking movie, I think it could be fun. Well, did I read that the original draft that James Cameron had come up with was like 900 pages? Oh, he's a maniac. And he had to bring in Robert Rodriguez to help him trim it down. And that's why he got the directing job. Well, the other thing is James Cameron only wants to make Avatar movies from now until the end of time for some reason. You mean the one ever? I mean, apparently they're in production for a bunch more, aren't they? Yeah, and supposedly yeah. they're filming them back to back. I just, I don't, like, that movie made a fuck ton of money, but who could, fi- like, but, who but do you know Ava- that cares about Avatar? I just don't get it, because, you know, they built this huge new Avatar world down at Disney that, by all accounts, people don't give two shits about. Why would you? Um, there, there's no one's been clamoring. The reason Avatar did so well was because of the technology. I mean, the story is basic as shit. I mean, I it's Fern Gully. I saw it. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on my little, before I got a nicer TV when I was Yeah, but Fern Gully had Tim Curry. And Robin Williams. Rapping. You know, you could get another nicer TV now if you would like. No, I'm good. Hmm. Just figured I'd mention 65 that. 65-inch, mm-hmm. perhaps by LG. Yeah, hmm. maybe. Okay. I don't think so, though. It's going to look so good, Bob, in your bachelor pad. (laughs) (laughs) What were... Oh, Avatar. Yeah, like... I don't... It just seems like... It was was a thing for, like, this pinprick of time. And then who could fucking care? 
I was, I mean, again, I saw it on a little TV, so I, I didn't really get all the majesty and whatever about it. And sure, it was technically impressive, but eh. Well, and it was also, the big thing with it was the 3D. Well, and I don't like 3D at I all. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't give a shit. And well, and could you go a little bit more? They don't even more... sell 3D TVs anymore. Well, of course that's they how don't. That's how much that tanked. Could you, could you be any more generic with, like, your bad guy? Like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't know. I, I We're cutting impressed. down the forest. What was it? Life tree or whatever? Whatever. I don't fucking remember. But, what do you think of this new X-Men movie? Uh, I like how you're just like going down my list. Like, you know, See, if it's something he wants to talk about, you can't get him to divert. And he, he just keeps coming back to it. But if he doesn't want to talk about it, he's like, yeah, what's what's next? Bring it, come on, let's keep going. <laughs> I explained this to him on the last podcast. I'm in control. He might think he's in control. I'm the one actually in control. Erica, what do you think about the new X-Men movie? Um, I, I don't know how I, 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 where I'm at with like the, the Dark Phoenix thing, because I feel like... Does Sophie Turner have any charisma? Not really, no. That's a problem. A little bit, yeah. Um, We watched Apocalypse. It was... By accident. Were we at your dad's? <laughs> yeah. And that's not a good movie. No, not really. Well, it's such a waste of Oscar Isaacs. Like, you got this crazy charismatic actor and you put him under all this makeup and it's like, yeah, go be a generic villain. Okay, bye. You have Olivia Munn running around in a bodysuit and the movie sucked. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't remember much about Apocalypse. I remember not really being about it. I think we also may have walked it in wasn't, like halfway it through. It wasn't, but... no, it wasn't very good. It doesn't matter if you watched half of it or all of it. Yeah. It just wasn't very good. I don't know. I just feel like... It was boring. We got, like, kind of the definitive Phoenix with the X-Men television show in the 90s. I don't know if you remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Where they gave it, like, it was, each one was its own saga with time to breathe. Like, the Phoenix saga was, Well, like... and she legitimately turned evil for an extended period exactly, of time. Exactly, exactly. Whereas in this movie, they're going to solve it in one in two hours. Right, which will be annoying. Well, and it's got this build-up to it, right? So it can't just be, like... But they, sh- I think they showed in the last movie that it's something that she has... Right? I vaguely remember. Yeah. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Something. But I don't know. But that, that and is that kind of it for those X-Men movies then? Because Disney's buying Fox. I would assume that's it. Right? They'll restart. I would they'll, get, yeah. they'll merge in like they'll have Wolverine show up in an Avengers because how you know, many dump trucks full of money are Hugh, they driving Hugh, up to Hugh Jackman's house right now? They don't even have to dump dump truck money on him. He's gonna want to do it. You think so? Oh, I thought he yeah. said he was done. This is the one thing he said he would come back for is he wanted to be in the Avengers. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> I think that was all of my list. Yeah. No, that's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, Patreon. Oh, no, no, no there's no, a the lot of stuff. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to see the list. I know it's on it. So since we're talking about Disney and Fox properties right now, what do you think of this merger? Because um, it's bullshit, right? It is. I mean, I think, yeah, great. You're going to get to maybe see some characters interact on screen, but this is just another, it's a fucking, you know, everything is going to be a generic Disney movie now. There's mm-hmm. not going to be any any difference in any of this shit. They're going to have their formula and they're going to be like, no, we wanted to make money and people are all fucking like popcorn hogs that'll go see all this shit. So I, I just... You know what? And it, you never want somebody to have that much of the share. 
Right. And the other thing is, I know it's concerning that they're going to, Fox is going to be getting all this money. So that's Rupert Murdoch, right? Mm-hmm. Where you think all that fucking money's going to? Fox Republican Party, baby. That too, right. I mean, you could donate to the Republican Party. I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with propaganda money potentially going to this propaganda machine that's just all full of bullshit. Well, in you had what is it? Six studios. It's the big six because you you had Disney, Fox, Columbia, which is Sony, Warner Brothers. What are the others? What's Paramount, maybe. Paramount or Universal. Paramount part of somebody. With Comcast Universal now, right? Well, okay. NBC so your, Universal, yeah. What's your point? Well, you had six, so now you're down to five. I mean, so how how well, in this how merger, do they let these M and A's go through? They're letting everything go through now under this I administration. I know. Nobody gives a shit about anything. As long as you're not trading in, you know, liberal media outlets or any media outlet that wants to uh, tell the truth in yeah, any we sort can't of have way. That. None of that. It's just shitty. I mean, it, it would, like, I could totally understand Disney wanting to get their hands on the, the other Marvel properties. And the only way to do that is to just buy all of Fox, basically. But. You know, it's just shitty. Um, and I really don't think... I really don't think it's going to end up paying off as much as I think it is. Because uh, you're going to get a couple of movies with crossover characters. You'll get some fan service. But... That ultimately isn't worth... $50 billion. And the the truth... it It's a pretty big gamble because... We're at a point where I, you keep going in these movies and it's like, eh, it was fine. Well, the superhero bubble is going to pop eventually. Yeah. You know, because it's just like. I'm sure there are good movies that come out, but just in terms of things I have interest in, it seems like all I go to are superhero movies. There's a lot of, mo- there's a lot of good movies out there that I'm not going to go to the theater to see because uh, it's a better experience to watch it in my home. I'd rather, yeah, there's stuff I'd rather just, because you don't have to deal with other people. I mean, we've got a decent, like, setup down well, here, and, so. And Mike from um, Red Letter Media made the argument, and he said, you know what? If you really like movies, buy a really nice TV. You know, for however, you know, whatever, let's say you're going to spend $1,000 on a nice TV. Put it yeah. in. That's a shitty TV. Go fuck yourself, Alex. Um, get the surround sound if you care about sound and just rent your movies. There's no, like, obviously I want to go see Star Wars in a theater. There's certain things that big effects fests, sure. But if it's not a spectacle, then yeah, why, why? Because think about it. You go to the theater, uh, uh, $25 for two tickets. Right, that's what that's what our Star Wars tickets cost. I because I'm an AMC Stubbs member, I got my convenience fee for buying the tickets online waived. I you know what I meant to tell you this the other day. You need to stop going to that Yorktown AMC because you're just getting robbed over there. You can go on is it uh 
what's the website groupon mm-hmm. you can go on groupon and you know that theater um the one by me uh studio okay. movie girl you can get tickets for Studio Movie Girl, which is the same situation, you know, food at your seat. You're buying a specific seat in the theater. Mm-hmm. $5 a ticket anytime you want on Groupon. Hmm. Yeah, but then we got to drive all the way over there. This is like five minutes from our house. It's 15 minutes and you just save t- t- $10 yeah. per person. <laughs> what an idiot. I tried to help him. I tried, Erica. You but did. You tried. You know, you brought up another good point earlier that everyone's a popcorn hog. How come in every movie theater the popcorn fucking sucks now? I think it all depends on when, because I feel like they make that big batch, and if you get in there, like, when it's fresh, maybe then it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's blind luck. Exactly. But when it's sitting, it's disgusting. Well, I It doesn't th- stop me from eating it, mind you. Yeah. But... Well, the theater... The whole theaters have a big problem and they know it and it's that people are watching at home and because it's expensive to go to the theater, the food is shit. Especially Um, if you're not willing to drive an extra 10 minutes. Exactly. But I mean, the food is shit. Like we, the AMC by us, they got the whole dining experience. We don't usually, we usually just do popcorn. I We've tried their food once or twice. And it's horrible. And you it's, know what? Yeah. And it's extraordinarily expensive. When Studio Movie Girl first opened years ago, the popcorn was really good. Now it sucks. However, I will say their pizza is good. At least they got so something. So if you ever go then, there, right. now you know. But here's the thing. I you know we, When we were at, when we went to go see Jumanji last week. Oh, the prices are so ridiculous. The prices are ridiculous. And now at this AMC, this really bothers me. I'm fucking tired of all these people coming in and to deliver food in the middle of the fucking movie. I, like, if you got to go up to go to the bathroom, that's one thing. But they got people coming in, ordering food. Oh, that's like a new thing they're doing. Now, like, right? in the middle of the goddamn movie. That doesn't bother me. Oh, it's annoying the See, shit there was, out of what me. is it, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, the theater up by my parents' old place. They, uh... They do that. They used to do that. They, and it was tiered in such a way that it didn't really, it didn't really bother me. That's the same thing as Studio Movie Girl. That's what all the, that's what all the theaters are moving Most towards. Most of those is, do is that. premium. Yeah, AMC, they didn't do that before. They're but, all converting to that, though. Right. I mean, it's gonna be like that everywhere. You're not gonna be able to go to the theater and not have that experience. No, but it fucking sucks. It's it annoying. I think you're being a little nitpicky right now. We're doing a podcast. Well, of course I, I'm being nitpicky. <laughs> That's a fair point. Well, and you are, you're going to the theater to get like the big screen experience, right? So if you've got people walking in front of you constantly and there's constant talking. I don't know. I just, because they've had this for a while now at, at this AMC. And it, probably, it was like a couple months ago when they converted to where you could actually order from your seat. I'm going to say the last time we went, I don't remember it being like a thing. Eight. For some reason at Jumanji, the, a lot of people were doing it. Were there a well, lot of kids there? No, that was the There's weird no thing. no children. Huh. No children. Uh, well, okay, I don't know. I don't know that it happened differently at the AMC, but at Studio Movie Girl, what generally happens is you're ordering food either bef- you know before anything really starts or maybe during the trailers while the movie, before the movie starts. Mm-hmm. By the time the movie starts, no one's really ordering food at Well, that, that point. was the annoying thing about Jumanji, though, because people were doing it after the movie had started. I think if you're going to do that, they sh- it should be set up that you can't push the button once the movie has started. Nah, they're not going to do that because they, they want won't. you to, they, they want they you won't. to order. I of mean, course they do. <laughs> but then, you know, 
like, okay, so this is my nitpicky thing. It doesn't bother the, either of you two, but you know, everyone has their nitpicky thing. And this is what drives people away from the theater. You're at a fucking theater to watch a movie. Sit down and watch the goddamn movie. Go and get your popcorn before. What they're trying before. to do, though, is they're trying to be like, well, we want to be the dinner in a movie thing. You want them to spend that money here. I'm not going to spend that money, though. I know that, but they're not talking about you. They're talking about other people. You might if you're, you're stupid. You're might if you're, you might if you're hungry enough and if you find something on the menu. I was going like. to say, we've done it before where we've been like, we don't have time to go grab dinner. Let's just eat at the theater. I mean, I'm cool with just having popcorn. You're weird and you're not, but. Popcorn is not a meal. Yes, it is. No. It's like a snack. Nah. Even if you have a shitload of it, it still doesn't fill you up. Oh, it does for me. I could eat a whole thing of popcorn and be just fine. <laughs> well, maybe that's how you got your food poisoning. No, I know how I got my food poisoning. Oh, you let Bob cook? <laughs> wow. That was, that that was, that was, that was right there. That was great. So is Vince McMahon going to get involved in football? He, like, I just watched that Kevin Owens 365 and I already knew Vince McMahon was insane, but watching that, he's like infecting people with this insanity. Because Kevin Owens level. was like, he's all in his own head. Then, like, oh, that match fucking sucks. And I, that match that they were talking about from Mania. Granted, I don't remember it being a very good match. Because remember that one podcast we were trying to remember matches from Mania this year, and we just couldn't. But I was just like, what? What are you ruining? You're ruining these people. You're mm-hmm. ruining them. Stop it. Stop it. Well, it's it, it's all he wants. You know, WWE has its WWE? WWE. That'll be the name of the new league. It'd be amazing if they called it the XFL again. But, you know. He hate me. He hate me. I've seen that on Twitter about 500,000 times today. It's great. Uh, but you know, WWE has their style and, you know, whether for better or for worse, Vince has his vision and that's what it is. And if you want to be successful at the company, you have to do it. And people know that. And, and to be fair to Vince McMahon, he has how many years of a long-term insane success in a carny business. So we might not agree with the methods and it certainly could it be better. Yes. The guy's making crazy amounts of money. No, you're not wrong. So we can't argue wrong. with the result. It's just Should weird. he be making more money? Yes. We could certainly argue that. Yes. Actually, just listened to the uh, Punk Cabana podcast again not too long ago. And yeah. Well, that'll get like, you riled up. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> but um, no, it's just whenever you get to look inside the bubble a little bit and anything that you see in any of that shit is so produced and whatever, but it was just. It's frustrating because. We've certainly watched a fair amount of indie stuff uh, over the last couple of years, or you know, even the some of the indie promotions that are starting to get bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But and you know, there's something besides WWE. Oh, Sugar Dunkerton won the freelance wrestling title last night, so good on him. Good for you, Sugar Speaking D. Speaking of something other than WWE, I read that interview with Mark Cuban in Sports Illustrated where he was talking about how NJPW is doing on Access TV. Mm-hmm. And I forget exactly what he was saying, but over a certain time period recently, the ratings of that Friday night show have doubled. 
And in a lot of weeks, it's their highest rated show on the whole network. That's awesome. And it's doing better. It's a taped show of old stuff that's doing better than live MMA that's, on Access TV. Wow. That's awesome. So, so Mark Cuban's going to invest. So he said, <laughs> we're going to start doing more NJPW. You're going to see a lot more of it on the network and more of it is going to be live going forward. Rad. So he's pushing. Well, Good for he, him, man. I would love, absolutely love to see Mark Cuban just decide... No, yeah, I'm gonna go for it, and just like got enough fucking money. He Why does. not? Well, but it doesn't. It's interesting because, you know, he the thing with Vince is Vince is a wrestling guy. He he might not want to say the word wrestling ever again, but you know, he grew up in the he understands the business, kind of. But the thing with you know this happened with Turner, and WCW. You know, he he saw it as a money making opportunity. For him, it was an investment. If he was a wrestling guy, who knows if WCW would still be around because he would have been more invested in it personally. For him, you know, when... Well, no, when they sold to... What was it? Who bought? I, I'm, like, drawing a blank here. But, I mean, the, the network... Who, who bought who? When WCW, when they... I'm, I'm, like, drawing a blank on what I was going to say. Because didn't TNT just not want to really have wrestling on the... No, okay. When WCW was failing and they wanted to sell it. Because the way WWE says it isn't the... Obviously isn't the exact truth of it. Right. What was happening was Eric Bischoff had gathered investors and he was going to buy WCW. But then TNT said, we're not doing wrestling anymore. And once you don't have the time slot and once you don't have TV, right. the, the, companies, right. the company's not worth anything. And, but that's and kind that's of my when, point. And if, that's when the WWE came in and bought it for nothing. Yeah, if if Turner, if Ted Turner had been a wrestling guy and wrestling wasn't just a part of his empire, well, if it was his whole thing like it is for Vince, it he, there, he may have... Put well, the, the only money reason, in to make I mean, it. If Vince didn't have TV, profitable. USA only has it because of the. Well, I mean, wrestling's all about having TV. I mean, right. that's why he took over. But no, it's interesting. No, and a legit competitor would be fantastic. It's still a very long time from happening. I know, but I think but even like the glimmer of here, the idea of a legit here's competitor. The thing, Alex, I know I know where you're coming from with saying it would be a really long time, but the fucking way things move right now, if something becomes popular, it's not like when, you know, back when they had the regionals where to become popular, you had to have shows in each of the places and you had to so no, you have the internet. You have fucking broadcast television. Whoa. If it if it spreads, it can spread really quickly if you've got the money behind but it. But remember, Vince McMahon has total control of everything WWE and anything that happens with them. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban does not own New Japan. He's just owns Yet. the channel that's displaying it. I don't think they would sell him the company. No, I don't think but they, I, think, I don't think they would sell him 1% of that. Company. I don't think that's not a bad thing either though. I mean, but my point is, is he might not go full bore. We're going to be willing to take a loss on this to right, get it going right, 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 because right. it's not his. It's right. Exactly. I don't know though. I think if, and I mean, we don't have cable, so I would don't know if we would have that channel if we did or not, but I just from what I see, it's not in many households. It's only in like thirty percent of the country or something. Right, but from what I see, just I mean, uh, what the little 
corners of the internet that I frequent, people are about it. You know, and well, that's I, why the I, ratings have gone way up right. because the quality of the product is so high. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, it's 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 actual like you get to see fucking wrestling and not like the ridiculousness you get on WWE TV week in week out. Mm-hmm. So it would be great. <clears throat> it would be cool to see an actual competitor and drive WWE to actually have those, to those, be better. Those dual beatdowns of Jericho on Omega were both great. Did you watch both of those? Yes, I did. The one at the news conference where he throws the table at Omega. It was pretty spectacular. It was amazing. That's gonna, I hope it lives up to, you know, kind of the hype that they, they've, they you know, got surrounding it. We're going to watch Wrestle Kingdom, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, I don't know when I don't know airs. if he's around, but... Here, well, here's the thing. We'll figure out when we want to watch it. We'll try to watch it, like, as soon as possible, right? Because I don't want to have things spoiled for me. Right. But... It's going to be on, like, in the morning at some weird time, so we'll have to, like, maybe get together the night after it airs or something and watch okay, it. Because it's going to air, like, on a Wednesday or Thursday morning or something. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Well, I dragged him to, was it at the Squared Circle when that was still open? We were living in the city. I want to say it was, like, Wrestle Kingdom 9. I don't remember. One of them, but I mean, I'm sad that place is closed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nice to have a place like that. That yeah. was like we have the pay per views. They had all really the time. good pizza. Pizza and the food was really good there. It was just a, it was a cool place. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about? <clears throat> excuse me. The um, show that Cody and the Young Bucks are trying to put together. No, we have not. The ten thousand seat stadium. You know the funny thing about that is is they don't even need to do a ten thousand seat stadium and it would make tons of money. Right. Well, I no. think it's more like the the point. Look. Did they settle on a location? No, not yet. Okay. I think it's either. I think like obviously Chicago's in the running, Come to Chicago. but it's going to be one of the major markets: Chicago, L.A., New York. It's right. going to be one of those. I said Philadelphia would be a great. That site. might be. I bet you that's in the running. Because think about it: you need to bring in people. Um, it's going to be hard to fill ten thousand seats. Uh, and remember when we went to NXT, the Allstate was not filled for that, so. I is think, that a matter of who you have on the card, though? It, it, it certainly could be. I think it's less about the card and more about WWE's just having problems selling ticket at tickets at the prices they're trying to sell them right now in right. general. For that 10,000-seat show, they're not going to charge WWE prices. No, right. no that's and very true. Let's say you do it at the Allstate Arena, which you don't even have to fill that place to make money, okay, first of all. You don't have to get 12,000 people in there. And... Now, let's say you're at the Allstate Arena and you can drag a certain somebody out of retirement, you know. Oh, that's what I, that's what we talked that, about. You can, that's a possibility, You right? can, you be, if you announce it beforehand, you can fill the stadium just off one name. Yeah. Yep. My, my, my only thought is with doing or, it in Chicago. depending on when, I don't mean to cut you off, a certain someone's contract is up yeah. in September. Well, I mean, if you put, if you put CM Punk and you put Daniel Bryan on the same show you're going to sell the stadium. Out. Yes, you would. I think doing it on the East Coast makes a little more sense, though, because you can draw, you can draw um, East from Coast bias. It is East Coast bias, but there's a fuck ton of people I know between New York and Philadelphia. No, for sure, of course there are. Well, I know what you mean, but I want to do it in fucking people, Chicago so I can go to the fucking show. <laughs> and people might be more willing to fly out from overseas as well if That's it's true. on the East Coast. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Although, does it really make that much of a difference if you're flying? If you're, let's say, you're in Britain and you fly to New York instead of Chicago, well, those is it really are crazy. that big anywhere. of a difference? Yeah. Those people were the fucking Irish were going to Las Vegas to see Conor McGregor fight, so they'll fly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm more. I'm not as the international market. It really doesn't matter. But wow. No, I, I don't. I, in terms of location, for this, uh, yeah, right, right. You know, whether it's Chicago or New York, New York has more flights, so it's easier. But they'll come to Chicago, uh, as long as they don't do it in the middle of fucking winter. Well, and is that how you sell it though <laughs> to uh, Punk? As the young bucks, do you go up to him and you go, "This is just a giant middle finger to Vince McMahon." I don't think you even would need you to like sell to be it. on our show. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you even need to sell it to him. It's just whether or not he wants to do it. Right? Does he want to wrestle? Exactly. That's, I think that's all it comes down to. He already told them if he's going to wrestle that they're the first person he's going to call. No, that's actually what he said. First on the people. Yeah. But you know, speaking of Bob just being a huge dick, you know, the other night, Erica, I had a great night at bowling. Yeah. I text Bob. I'm like, man, the run just continues. I'm having a great <laughs> night at bowling again. And he texts me back something like, man, it's sure going to suck when it ends. Wow. I'm like, what, what a, the fuck? What an asshole. No, no what, I, what I said was, oh, man, you better hope the luck doesn't run out in the playoffs. That's such a douchey thing to say. Yeah, can you believe this guy? I, yeah, I can actually. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Bob. Your run has been really good. By the way, Bob, I think I'm trying to save it right there. You see that? I'm at the point. I don't think it's luck. It might not be luck. And that's what my teammates say. They say they don't think it's luck. So since we I mean, we were talking about wrestling. Do we want to? We were doing bowling and bullshit for a moment. It was going to be a great podcast. And then somebody shot that name. down. Well, I didn't shoot that name down. You shot that name down. What? Hmm. I wasn't involved in the naming thank, of the podcast. Thank God somebody's smart. Because this was originally just supposed to be you two, and I would just sometimes be on. <laughs> yeah, well, I said from the beginning, you're welcome on any time you want. But the two of us, it's our podcast. Right. And by the two of us, I mean it's my podcast. Right. <laughs> you and so, Bob the dog, right? That would be a pretty sweet podcast. <laughs> so Clash of Champions is tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, yes. Tell us the rundown, Erica. Give us give us a match. We're going to do predictions All again. All right, so, Bob, we need a pen, and you can use one of the backs of one of these sheets. Do we really need to write it down? I mean, we're recording it. Yes. Yeah, we're writing it down. Grab one of those pens. Son of a bitch. Oh, he doesn't want to write it. You jerk. Yeah. I don't like taking meeting notes. Yeah, it's Bob. Notes. How rude of you. How rude of you not to write it. Erica, write that down. Yeah, shut up. Right <laughs> All right. So the opening match down. is uh, Zack Ryder versus Mojo Raleigh. Bob. Mojo. Fuck. It's Mojo. It's going to be Mojo. I was going to say it's Mojo all. Yes. Damn it. I was hoping we'd get Bob on that one. Well, and then Ryder's just getting jettisoned. No. Uh, yeah, but look, I'll just be a male pig right now. I don't really feel that bad for the guy. He went from Emma to Laurel Van Ness. He's doing great. He's a happy guy. He's like the Miz. He wins forever. Well, it's not only that. I mean, he's been with the company for... He's made a lot of money. He was a fucking edgehead back in the day, wasn't he? He's made a lot of money. He's done very well for himself. He should have done better than he did, but that wasn't his fault. Right. Okay. And then I'm not going to go... The way they have it on here is like the main event. I'm just going to start from the bottom then. Uh, so Breezango versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Bob? Breezango? 
Yeah. Uh, damn it. Bludgeon Brothers. Tyler, Tyler Breeze. I like the name Tyler more. Breeze and Fandango. No, wait. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm just telling him what the names are. I know. Are. I'm, I'm not, going Bludgeon Brothers. I'm going they're winning for sure. Them as well. Because they're the new team. It's Harper and Rowan. Oh, okay. Harper. Rowan. Luke Harper deserves so much. Bludgeon better. Brothers. <laughs> Which was the one we saw on Bourbon Street? We saw Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. You know, a certain asshole on Xbox Live that I know accosted Luke Harper at the airport. Oh, you can't do that. Mm. Is it who I think it was? It was. Okay. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, I don't know the match <laughs> order of these things. I'm just kind of going off of what Wikipedia has. But uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Give the this stipulation has... to Bob. Okay. This is a tag match with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan as special guest referees. If Owens and Zayn lose, they will be fired from WWE. And not just SmackDown, apparently. All of WWE. Who's winning? This 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 shit has like fuck finish written all over. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, right off the bat, uh I'm gonna say Randy and Shinsuke. Randy and Nakamura. Yeah, that's your one, Bob. I, I can't you're wait selecting the right Team. Yes, Owens and um, I can't Sammy wait Zane to be right winning. about this. And then they have to do a a bring him back arc. No, this no, just I like, think I think we're Daniel is... Bryan is turning heel. Well, they're teasing it, right? Just go for it. I love heel Daniel. They're, Bryan. they're teasing. Delightful. They're teasing that there's going to be some sort of wacky finish where Daniel Bryan is forced to count a pin. He doesn't want to. But what will end up happening is And is Randy... he just doing his job? Right. Or has he gone heel? Hopefully he's gone heel. And Randy will probably end up RKOing Nakamura for no reason because that's just what Randy does. I can't he's wait like to a, be right. He's like a lethal weapon and he just RKOs people out of nowhere. All right. <clears throat> uh, fatal four-way tag match. The Usos, The New Day. Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, uh, and Rusev and Aiden English. I would just like to say my heart, my heart is that Rusev and Aiden English win this match because every day, Erica, is Rusev day. Bob, who you got? I would love to say Rusev, but it won't be Rusev. Uh... I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, I'll go to Usos. So them, you have them remaining champions. Sure. I didn't know they were champions. They are the champions. You know what? It's probably going to be the Usos, but sometimes, Erica, great things happen to questionable people. I'm going Rusev and I'm going Aiden English. Rusev and the hometown and hopefully, boy. And hopefully Rusev will have a little piggy with him at ringside. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the New Day. Oh, so that's, that's three, three different picks. Okay. Watch it be Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable yeah, and we're know, all right? wrong. Uh, Charlotte versus Natalia. 
high possibility of fuck finish here, by the way, yep. with the riot squad hanging around. Yep. I'll say Charlotte. Now, remember, if the riot squad comes in and attacks Charlotte, Natalia technically won. I don't think he knows what you're talking about. No, I, I mean, from what he's... Just from a DQ perspective, right, I'm saying. Yes. I'm going to say Charlotte as well, but I think there's a very good chance that this ends by DQ. Yeah, I'm going Charlotte all. You, ne- you never bet against a flair. <laughs> no. uh, Baron the Corbin v. Bobby Roode, who I legitimately forgot was still with the company. And uh, Dolph Ziggler. For the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the United States Championship. Wait, this is a three-way? This is a three-way. Um, it is a match of who could possibly care. I'll take Baron Corbin. Not Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with Bobby. We got Alex. I'm going Baron Corbin. Yeah. Because good things don't happen to good people. Okay. And then we've got what I'm assuming will be the main event. AJ Styles v. Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers for the title. Now, Triple H just beat Jinder Mahal in India. Did you hear the reasoning for that? Clean in the middle. Oh, I heard the fucking stupid reasoning. Normally, Triple H doesn't bullshit that much. That was some bullshit. What happened? He he basically said that he was... The justification was that Triple H has been on TV in India much longer than Jinder, so he was a bigger star. And therefore, just merely by being in the ring with Triple H, Jinder Mahal becomes a more established star, but he shouldn't be beating Triple H. It's called that. uh, On a house show in, in fucking India. So like what they did to Bray Wyatt against Cena at Mania. Oh, but you were just in the ring with him. So that that elevated you. Now ignore everything that came after that for Bray Wyatt. Who you got? Jinder. Yeah? Wow. You took the Maharaja over the phenomenal AJ Styles. I'm going AJ. I'm going AJ, but this has fuck finish to have a guy win who shouldn't win written all over it. Well, because it's a fairly inconsequential pay per view. We're walking into uh, yeah, Royal it's it's a lot of it's a lot of bullshit that doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm not like super upset. It happens to be on tomorrow. No, right? Because we're not actually going to be able to watch it live. So is that the last match? That is the last match. Yes. All right. Because we need to talk about the XFL. I mean, are they bringing actually... back the Chicago Enforcers? Do you remember who the Chicago Enforcers theme song was? No. Dun, 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 oh, it fucking was, dun, wasn't it? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's weird to think of a time in WWE before uh, Mr. Lesnar. Before BL. He, you know, the Hex of Hell was horrible for so many reasons. I think we may have watched like... A game? I have no memory of watching it at all. But as I say and think about it, from a business perspective, the NFL is a, is fairly weak right now on public perception. And even though a lot of it is just bullshit, it if you are, if you were, if you if this was in your head that this was something you wanted to try, 
now is the time to do it. I also think, though, that if you pour a ton of money into this and it fails again. Then it's done. No, I mean, you could really fuck yourself over. Well, well, what does he care? He's a million years old. And and what is... What does a little extra money matter to Vince when his company's worth a billion dollars more than it was a year ago? I mean, I guess that's fair. How did that happen? I don't know. Ratings are down. House show attendance is down. Why is their evaluation so high? I don't know. I genuinely have absolutely no idea. Because his wife works for the Trump administration? He's aligned with the right people. I mean, I mean that could be. Just, I mean, the stock market's just been like going up, 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 up. But I mean, it's not a bubble, though. No, it's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. What and Bitcoin about? is absolutely not a pump and dump scheme. No, not at all. What are you talking about, Alex? Do you guys have any Bitcoins? No. No. You idiots. Actually, <laughs> I'm a little mad I didn't like take $200 and put some in because I know someone who did that and has turned his $200 into approximately $2,500 in a matter of days. Uh, and I'm just like, sell that shit, dude. Sell, sell, That could sell. have been your TV. Sell, sell, right sell. Right there, that could yeah, have been no, your I'm, TV. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm a little furious about it. But I, I don't even fucking understand Bitcoin, so. Oh, I don't understand it either. I mean, look, this is like any other type of thing in like this in history. If you could go back a couple months and buy Bitcoins when they were only a thousand dollars and just buy up a shitload and then sell them all when they peaked at like seventeen thousand dollars you'd be set for generations Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's so you just just, there's no understanding of it and it's one of those things that's annoying because it's it's the only the only way you can make any money on it is to have disposable income that you can pump into it the rich get richer exactly you mean just like everything ever yes Yes. it's annoying (laughs) weird Weird but, how that works. But, like, mean, it's almost like it's stacked. But that's the thing. It's like, because even if you wanted to say just go and buy like a small amount, well, you've got fees for buying it, all this other shit. So if you want to, if you only wanted to spend a couple hundred dollars to spend just a couple hundred dollars, you probably got to spend at least a grand. I don't know. I'm just whatever. But it's not a bubble, Bob. No, the shit that's going on with Bitcoin is like. I just don't understand it, and I don't like if unless you're planning to buy it and sell it within a couple of days. I don't. Who's putting in long term money into this? Rubes. Well, exactly. Oh, I forgot. So something. Alex, when we were talking about <laughs> Dragon Ball Super, you know, remember the whole fight with Frieza? I was sitting there, and it was at a point where it was actually starting to get uncomfortable because Frieza was being so heavily racist towards Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, she, he's saying they're like, you fucking monkeys. You're belie- beneath me. I'm the superior species. It's like, ooh, you guys are really leaning in. Huh? You know what I mean, though? Yes. I don't remember it being like that in Z. Like, not uh, as heavy. Nah. She was calling a monkey. He, he, I don't know why I say she. He was calling them monkeys and everything. But it wasn't so much, you know, and this, it was like very heavy. <laughs> but what about Bitcoin made you think of that? Was it that Bitcoins are gold and Frieza ended up being mind, gold? My mind is a wondrous place, Erica. <laughs> well, you know, you derailed our conversation about the XFL 
Because here's my question about it. Was there anything else to say? Well, here, the here's the, here's my I mean, there's the kind of the business aspect of it. Is there a market for it? Because the product on the NFL right now is shit. There's a market for anything that you can convince a TV station to give you money to produce. That's fair. Hey, did, how about uh, speaking of Vince McMahon, did you hear there's going to be that mixed match thing on Facebook with the WWE? No, I didn't. So it's going to be something like 12 weeks, 20 minutes every week, and it'll be mixed mixed gender tag matches, like at a tournament format. And at the end of it, whoever wins gets to give $150,000 to a charity of their choosing. Interesting. Yeah. Are they actually going to let the chicks fight the guys? I don't think they're doing that. Oh, then I don't But they're going to be in the same match. Yeah. <laughs> So there's going to be some interesting pairings like Charlotte and Bobby Roode, maybe (laughs) Sasha Banks and Nakamura. Shin, I think we're calling Shin. 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 Because we can't pronounce his first name. Shin. 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 The artist. Formerly known as Shin. (laughs) I think we have one last thing to talk about on our little checklist, right? Oh, uh, fucking Patreon being idiots. Patreon. What a shocker that when you take all your $1 patrons and you tell them that from now on they have to pay $1.35, but it's not going to the creator, that people start unsubscribing. It's weird. Strange. I, I'm really torn on this one. Um, for, 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 on one side... It's like just a boneheaded business decision. Well, and to keep quiet about it for a week. Well, and I've already said this to you. There's no way it's a coincidence that this happened right after they cracked down on the porn Patreons. There's no way that's a coincidence. Well, it's that um, there was a bunch of VC money that got injected into it. There's certainly a lot of like dumb shit going on in the background from a, a business perspective and to change your model this radically is um, pretty significant. Um, well, and a lot of the creators, that's the bread and butter is the dollar subscriptions. Well, that leads to my other point oh, though. Here we go. Here it comes. I know exactly what you're going to say. People got to stop relying on these one way contracts for their livelihood, whether it's YouTube or Patreon, or Twitch, you if your livelihood is based on a one-way contract where the other party has all the power, you are going to get fucked. But, it's just a matter of when. But Bob, I don't think the vast majority of people who are making real livings mm-hmm. on Patreon, YouTube, Twitch, whatever, I don't think they actually believe that this is going to last for 20, 30 years. They know I need to make as much money. If you have a clue, they know they need to make as much money as they can right now. Put it in the bank. Save it. Don't blow it. If you're on YouTube and you're making, let's say, $2 million a year, if you truly believe you're going to keep making $2 million a year off YouTube for 20 years, then you're an idiot who gets what they deserve. It's it's not those people that um, upset me the most, Alex. It's the people who are just making enough to get by. Because those are the people who are more likely to think that this is a long-term thing. 
um, you know, if you're making crazy amounts of money, that's screaming bubble to you. And if you don't see that, or it should be, it should be, you know, but if you're, well, if, if you're making that much money in a year, you should be putting most of it in the right. fucking but bank. Even if you're one person who, let's say you're making $60,000 a year. Okay. So you're making okay money considering you're at your home, just doing your own business effectively, mm-hmm. but you're not making insane money. Well, I think you still need to have the understanding that this is probably not going to be long ter- long term successful. And if it is, you're going to need to have a strong enough like backing or community that you can move service to service. Because I think if you're, I don't know, I Justine, she doesn't need YouTube. YouTube's great, but if YouTube suddenly went under tomorrow, her fans are going to find her on whatever service she's on. Mm-hmm. And I think that applies for most of this, as long as you make it readily apparent where right. you are. I think it's it's the folks who are only on your your YouTube, and if you don't have like a website and uh, some sort of other kind of uh, presence, and online. most and most of these creators or influencers or whatever you want to call them, they do tend to branch out to other things. It's not you need all to. their eggs in one basket, right? Um, I I just think. I agree with you. It sucks. Yeah. But it, I also think you got to be realistic about the way the world works. Well, you can set up a website yourself. You can set up an e-commerce. It's going to take effort, but you don't need Patreon. You don't. It's just, it's easy. It's easy. But then how can, if you're going to do that and you're going to say it's easy, then how can you complain when Patreon changes their model? I think you could still complain. I think Well, we you should can complain, but I mean, Patreon's a business. I understand like, it's a business, but, like but any to business, raise stuff that high, like without any warning, I, I'm not saying it's shitty. I mean, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But Great, like any, but if you're gonna do something like that, you need to realize that because what Jim Sterling was like, I'm looking at different ways of doing this. Then, if you're gonna like fuck over the people who support me like that badly, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go elsewhere. And, and I mean, that's and you won't get my fees at all. Then, yeah, and I mean, that's you know, free market and how you know, ideally, it should work. But I, I, it really worries me the number of people who are relying on these services. They don't think of it as a business. You know, you're re- that's a huge risk to be dependent on a third party service mm-hmm. who you have no. It's a one. Well, whenever contract. there's a, a a change in the way they do things, like with YouTube and the ads, uh, what was that a couple months ago? I know mm-hmm. that fucked up some people over, but like right. you said, it it's not something you control. If this is your livelihood, the message I have is take control of it. Don't rely on them because you I will can't. also say, though, not everybody has the capability or the money to be able to create, like, video, like, a, a way mm-hmm. to stream their video on their own website. No, but you could pretty easily create a website for collecting money, for uh, collecting patron your own patreon no yeah that's fine but then if you're just all video though well you still need to use a video service but you know vimeo is has a better video service than in terms of a business side because they're you you, if you look at the con uh, what the service you pay for it's geared towards you control your content versus with youtube it's just oh no we it's very one way but you know if you're if you just, if you're purely relying on this one, like I understand with YouTube, it's it's distribution too. It's easy to find. 
It's easy to get your name out there. Mm-hmm. But once you get that foothold in, you got to take control of your content. You really do. You got to take control of your content. You got to take control of your business. This is what it, that, like people got to understand. That's what it is. This is your livelihood. You know, and unless you're doing this just for fun, like for us, I've talked about this before. We do this for fun. We're not making any money off this. But if we were suddenly to start making money on this it and enough money that you could live on it, the approach would be very different. I don't know. It's it's just, it's frustrating to see like so many great people who are out there. They're making, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of work and they're getting screwed because they're ignoring the business aspect of it. You know what we should do, Bob, for the podcast? Start a Patreon. <laughs> Don't joke. His buddy uh, with the Improvised Weapons podcast has a Patreon, and he gets money from it. I think he? they're getting like sixty-five bucks a month. Right. I'll take half of that. I mean, you're not getting in on this. Sorry, it's you're just a special <laughs> guest. So I'll take half of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, start it up, Bob. So. Get on it. Hey, you never hey, know. Actually, That's Erica, the thing. why don't you start it up? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is there, you're right. You never know. Like, maybe there are, um, you know, not really, but maybe there are more people listening than we think. And maybe they yeah. would be willing to give us a dollar a month. You never know. You never know. That's all I had. Anyone else got anything burning? No, I think... No, no. The only thing that's burning is a fire in my stomach for some pizza. And some challenge. Oh, the challenge. challenge. The challenge. Next week, we'll be talking about the challenge, baby. <laughs> I I love how much you love this show. This is the best show on television. <laughs> Did you read that thing I sent you? Which thing? You send me many things. No, the one, the one thing from the challenge where they talked about the history of the show. No, because it was really long. I didn't have a chance to. God damn it. I'll get to it. <laughs> well, I think that's all. Erica's on the shit list right now. So, Bob, hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>